This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, and that's right. You are catching a three amigos on Lumberjack Landlord. I know we always do this amazing content for Dion and for Mike, but this one is near and dear. These amazing gentlemen have agreed to let me virtually punch the air on this <laughs> one because I just... I posted the video yesterday, guys, as I talked to you just a little bit about posted the video yesterday. It was about a minute and a half, two minutes long of what a tenant basically left me, which is a completely windows smashed out stove smashed up with a sledgehammer, you know, regular ball peen hammer taken to a fridge, um, you know, broke the porcelain sink, which is a special wall hung unit, like everything can imagine a, a foot of clothes on the floor through the entire one bedroom apartment. And the funny thing was, is like the, the sheriff, when we're there, he's kind of like, right, you can't really handling this kind of well. And I was like, eh, it is what it is. Like, yeah. if it were my first unit, I'd be mental. Yeah, would, but yeah. it's my 70th, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it was kind of like, hey, just kind of is what it is. But what I wanted to get your guys' reaction is, because we've all had those horrible units or, or you know, where, where we got something back from a tenant where we, it was disappointing and to varying degrees. This one was hugely disappointing. But what I wanted to do was just read one of the responders notes on the video, because I'd love just to get your guys feedback on this, because I think that there is a a line that needs to be walked with caution and speed, caution versus speed. And so I just want to make sure people are aware that I signed up for speed, recognizing that I'm not going as deep on certain elements of a deal, recognizing that I could end up with one of these. Sure. But they still only happen every 10 years to me. So I'm kind of okay with that. But I want to read Mm. this guys to you. Um, real quickly. And it says, people think I'm crazy because I say there's no such thing as a bad tenant. There's only bad landlords. 23 years in the business, seen worse mess and more damage. Always put the blame on myself because I handed over the keys. For those landlords who want to blame the tenant, remember, you, you're you never going to change who they are as a person. They were that way before you two cost pass, and they will continue to be the same way long after you forget their name. This game we choose to play for long-term gains. Never let the inconvenience of hiring a dumpster and clean out bother you because it's just part of the game. But never forget when screening who you're handing the keys over to. 2020 will prove to be better than 08 for many landlords. And so that was kind of an interesting response. But what I, what I did want to ask him was, okay, this was an inherited tenant to me. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a tenant that I did background check on and, and did that sort of work on. And I said, so, you know, I basically asked him, I said, you know, what I'd like to understand is you're saying this for a tenant as if it was something that I had qualified or something that I had gotten. I don't really think that's what he was saying. Have you ever seen the book Extreme Ownership? I have not. Well, you need to get your ass that book. (laughs) Okay, I'll get that book. No, seriously, it's right here. I will. Extreme ownership, U.S. Navy SEALs. Basically, everything's your fault. Oh, you I got own you. everything, I got you. right? Got you. And I like this book so much that I went to an event and actually had the author sign it, which is like one of my treasures from the last couple of years. Very cool. Jocko! Shout Jocko's out, Jocko. awesome. 
Jocko's yeah. awesome. Okay, I, I know the book now. Yes. Yeah. So you got to get that, and that's basically what he's saying. Yeah. Um, I want to share another experience I have uh, that's very similar. I actually call it the hammer story. I've shared it two or three times over the last four years. But so mine wasn't an inherit tenant, but it was an e illegal sublet. So I have an apartment building. We do everything right, lease it to a tenant. And it was like, I want to call it nine months later, somebody else shows up to pay the rent. My team's like, hey, who are you? What unit? You're not on the lease. What's going on? So my team does the right thing. It doesn't accept the rent because they're not on the lease. They're on the lease, sure. So we go, so that, you know, cause they're going to pay at the desk. And then the next day, my property manager goes out to the unit going, Hey, what's going on? Right. Are you a roommate? Do we need to add you to, at this point, we're still expecting a good outcome. It's like, it's just a roommate situation. We're going to go check the lease. And, and, oh, by the way, we'll, we'll add them to the lease and then we'll take the payment. Right. Cause we still want to get paid. Right. So it turns out we go there and uh, we find out that he is the only person staying there. And the person that we at least to is gone. We don't know where they went. It's, it's a sublease. So we're still thinking, okay, but now we got to do a full reference check, credit check, all of those mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we do that. And lo and behold, the only thing he tells us that's accurate on this statement is his name. The employment record is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. So now we're like, nope. You know, the next day after we do this, we go back and say, Hey, and so far we haven't accepted rent. So sure. we haven't, we haven't done any of that, but we go back and say, sorry, you're, you're declined. And here's a notice to vacate, right? Cause we're not going to accept the money. You're gone. You're not approved. So lo and behold, this individual doesn't like that little, little known to ourselves, They send out a note on social media, uh, inviting their friends to bring hammers. Hence I call it the hammer party. And, uh, and again, this is an apartment building, right? With units, you know, all around. And, Lo and behold, by the time midnight or 1 a.m. calls rolls around, police have been called, uh, party's been broken up, and um, he's off to jail now because apparently he's an idiot and he had a warrant or some stupid thing. Uh, and then lo and behold, we get in the property the next day and there's literally ball-peen hammer holes, all the drywall, everything's broke, all of those things. So, um, you know, A, to your guy's point, there's nothing I could do there. We did everything right. Uh, but still, what did we do? We we fixed the unit, we re-rented it, and we hit that son of a gun and uh, the original lessee uh, for the full judgment, and uh, we just moved on. Right? It's it's. It, I wish I had video of that. I know you did a two minute video. Yes, I wish I could show you a video of all the hammer. There must have been freaking ten thousand like little individual hammer holes, right where the head of the hammer goes through the drywalls. Yeah. It was the crate. It was like the it like it's like the unit had chicken pox or something. It was just it was the wildest thing to see. So, yeah, extreme ownership. My error, you know. Uh, to the, to your commenter's point, yeah, bad people are going to do bad things, and yeah. they occasionally get you. And my and, and I'd be I wish that was a five thousand dollar repair. I think just for that little seven hundred square feet it was like twelve grand because drywall is expensive. Yeah, yeah. The um. So, so thankfully my tenant doesn't have that many friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there were, there weren't that many hammer. I mean, it was enough damage, but there weren't that many, but I think the other thing too is, so Dion, have you ever been through anything like this? Cause you're usually more family oriented type of rental. I mean, so 
I'm really glad you invited us on here today to talk about this because when I saw your video come out yesterday, I was thinking about doing a reacting to video on your video. Absolutely. Where I basically called you a puss. <laughs> Oh, with, with 70 ish oh. units, yeah, yeah. how could you not be ready for this? To oh, happen? totally ready. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not that the, the problem was the landlords, it's the expectation of it ever happening should be. Uh, the I was like, where's she going with this? Yeah, yeah. Like and the, the, Mike's favorite term is I think you're very lucky, like you said earlier, <laughs> that this wasn't your first tenant. Yeah. So yeah. My, my, my worst tenant was my first tenant. Yeah. Oh, most yeah. of my rentals i have inherited tenants it's my preferred method is to buy already occupied sure. properties because mm. i'm super lazy i don't want to have to do a rehab the binder sure. method fixes rent levels sure. but <laughs> when i moved into an apartment and rented out my house i was testing the waters didn't think i was a landlord yet didn't have a lease lease yeah. to a friend with a handshake who yeah. was a single parent so i understood when the rent was late that i've been there too and then the rent was never yeah. i finally went to the house to talk to him someone else lived there Ooh. he had moved out was renting the house to someone else, had started projects. There was half a wall in the loft. Some rooms were partially painted, holes in walls, not 10,000 of them. <laughs> but it was several thousand dollars to make that place livable for the person who was there, who then paid $700 in rent out of the next three months total. So it was such a bad thing to start that I tried to quit. Mm. I tried to give the house away. I was, I was underwater on the mortgage. So luckily I was stuck with it educated myself by looking for things like one rental at a time and bigger pockets yep. sure. figured out the problem was me i wasn't educated yep and my brother is financially free through rental properties and something that he says all the time um not that i quote him like he's smart if, he, if he's <laughs> watching um but he said he expects the tenant to do the worst thing possible he wants he's he thinks he's going to find cement down the drain he's going to find <laughs> all the copper wires stolen and so when he goes in the um the amount of work that is less than that that he has to do to make it rent ready for the next place is a bonus. Mm -hmm. oh, so I'm glad you invited me on here today because when I watched that video yesterday, I was like, oh, Matt's mad at the wrong thing. Oh, <laughs> I got to go watch this video. I, I, I missed a, that too many video. It's a great video for court. It ah, is. Damage recovery, It right? is. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the big thing was, is it was more because we share with landlords that are not in their first unit all the way to guys that own a couple hundred. And yeah. so for me, it was making sure that we're not always the sunshine and roses, you know, shows. Bad it's things like, happen. Hey, guys, I just do nothing but make money when I sleep. Now, while <laughs> that's true, I do some other things, too. Yeah, there, and there that are is bad days. Clean up crappy units like this to get left behind for me for every 10 years. But what was really interesting to me was the follow up comment from the uh, person that uh, put this on on the video. He said, okay. he said, I don't do credit checks on tenants. If a person has good credit, I suggest that they purchase a home. My review of existing tenants is check current leases, inspection of the unit, meet with all tenants, interview all tenants over the age of 18, review social media of ten tenants, and decide whether they are giving a notice, whether deciding whether or not to give a notice to quit. Last step is me taking responsibility. I would never rely on the decision of a previous leasing agent. So he's making many suppositions there. And again, he's been doing it for 23 years. Mm. He has about 30, 30, 30 plus units and he has about 47 total doors. In the next couple of months, I'll be about twice that size. And so mm -hmm. all my stance is, is that 
the seven grand on this unit, I don't honestly give two you-know-whats about it. Don't care. Right. I'm going right. to redo the unit. My return on in capital is going to be less than a year. The most important thing was, one, making sure that people see the way tenants are and that the, the eviction moratorium helped cause this. For sure. And the second piece that I thought was really important was, I'm not saying that the way that this person approaches rentals is wrong. I am saying it's far slower mm -hmm. than my approach. Because I don't, there's so many steps here that he takes that quite frankly, you can't legislate out the sun. Right. You can continue to increase the opportunity for you to have a misstep. But if I have one of these every 10 years, which so far I've been doing it for 20 years, this is my second one. Mm. I'm okay with that, those numbers, because clearly the system works because you can't legislate out the sun and you're not going to ever have no problem, you know, not going to ever be in a position where you have no problems. Yeah. So I think it's just giving people the alternative. And I wanted to get your guys' feedback on that is these are the other alternatives that he states help keep him out of that situation. Because at the end of the day, yeah, I inherited him as a tenant. I was fine with them approving him as they did. He was nine months in anyway. He mm -hmm. had decent credit, but at the same time too, after nine months, he lost his noodles and, you know, basically yeah. stopped paying rent. And then we served him. And then the eviction moratorium made things a little bit more difficult because I couldn't really change a lot of that. But again, it's too bad, so sad. Don't cry over spilled milk is what it is. Don't really care. The yeah. issue it's really going to basically bring to the forefront is that this is one of those affordable units that he had. And that is now no longer going to be an affordable unit because I'm going to go in there. I'm going to spend 7,000 bucks, make it super right. nice. And the rent's going to go up. $500 a month. So Mike, that's a lot of yeses and a huhs. What say you? So I think there's a couple of things that I want to appreciate in this. And first and foremost, uh, actually there was one comment in the original thing that I didn't hit on and I agree with, and I brought it up. 08 was much harder on uh, landlords than yes. 2020. Agreed. And that's because everybody, it was still amazing, right? People, I was saying no to people and they were getting yes getting answers houses. to buy, right? It was Looney Tunes, literally. Yeah, 20, 2020 is not all that bad, especially when you add in the, the rent that you will eventually make up. I got my first nine grand check from the whatever it's called. Um, so it's coming out way too slowly, yes. but it's coming out, right? Um, so, I, you know, it'll, it'll be okay. But um, I do think the eviction moratorium has exacerbated this problem yes. because what normally would take in most states weeks in California months now could be a year. That's a problem. Second, we are now creating a certain percentage of tenants that think rent should always be zero. Mm -hmm. It's happening. I hear it. I sure. see it. Sure. And that's not going to end well for them. Uh, eventually, who, who knows when, but eventually rent's going to be due for everyone. Uh, but I think there's a, there's a certain set of folks, and I think it's a growing population that think life should be free and mm -hmm. You know, and they should be able to live wherever they want and don't pay rent. Uh, I think we're doing disservice, but um, at the end of the day, um, I want to buy deals for the future. I don't, yes. to your point, right, man, I, I would not want to look at my tenant's social media. I don't want to no. look at my social media, let no. alone theirs. Of course. I don't really care. Right? I'm not even sure that's legal. Well, not only that, but interviewing each tenant over the age of 18, like interviewing them. No. Like, what are you nuts? Sorry. Yeah. But that's yeah, because just... I, again, I want to go back to fair housing. Fair housing yes. is a national thing. If yes. you if you look at someone's social media and you make a call based on social media, I don't I'm not a lawyer, but uh, I'm going to tell you that's 
probably not legal. <laughs> I would not be admitting that. So uh, my tenant box is very standard income, credit ratings, uh, references, those things. Man, you add social media to that, you're probably breaking the law. So, But even the interviewing thing. like Yeah, no, up, I mean, no thanks. Because maybe, you know, single family home, right? Mom, dad, an 18-year-old and a 19-year-old kid living in the house. And you're going to sit down with them and interview them like, okay, that's your model. I'm glad that you're happy with it. But to me, there's a lot of inefficiency in that model, especially when you're, yeah, yeah, when you're legislating out the sun, why bother? Like, and again, he's, he's actually said, I've walked away from deals because of that. Okay. Well, at least he admits it. And, and, and here's the thing. I love that he's consistent with that criteria. He's walking away with a deal and Hey, good news. I'll take that deal and, yeah. I will, and I will show another spreadsheet in 10 years where I just got another 195,000 bucks for free from a bank. Yeah, exactly. That's what I yeah. will do with that video. Yeah. So Dion, I know you're chomping at the bit. Hit me. I'm a big old puss, big old whiny pants. You can <laughs> yeah. call the big old baby. Yeah. You can call the wambulance on me. So at least two things. <laughs> <laughs> First, the person who keeps leaving the comments or the follow-up yeah. comment, Based on yesterday's video, I agree with almost everything they said. Mm-hmm. That video had you, an image of you basically flipping off the camera. Yes. And then it was a really short video with no commentary on you, on the things you're saying today. Right. I have What's over 70 for? units. I've had these things happen before. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. Here's yes. my response. I'm mm-hmm. not angry. It's happening. That video looked like, let me throw a fit. Yeah. And so I kind of agree with everything except for the, and I don't want to call it unintelligent. I'll just say it's something I disagree with. Seeing a high credit score doesn't mean somebody should buy a house. I have tenants with over an 830 credit score who never will yeah. own a house or benefit exactly. from owning a house because exactly. they've never had more than $1,000 in the bank. Right. One problem with the house and they would lose it, but they have really good credit because they're on the Section 8 program, which is not low income housing, it's fixed income housing. And they're really good at keeping their credit high. So looking at a credit score and using that as a disqualifier as a tenant, if it's high, I don't agree. Yeah, with. don't agree with Agreed. Um, yeah. So a good. I'm glad you did the follow up video yeah. with with some thought into your response. Sure. Um, and actually, the, Dion, I want to ask you: Do you look at the social media of your tenants? <laughs> Don't sue me, bro. <laughs> Don't sue me, bro. <laughs> so here's a, here's the thing: I teach a class in Washington State for the work source here for people looking for work or changing careers or wanting a better job. And, and in 2013 in Washington State, there was a state. Um, Washington State Supreme Court case, so state level, not Congress mm-hmm. level, right? Okay. Or federal level, that during an interview, an employer is allowed to put down a piece of paper and say, I need you to write down your Facebook login and password. I'm going to log in as you and read every chat you've ever had. And the state sided with the employer. Really? Social, cool. social media is not a protected medium. So, an, an, um, okay. Not giving legal advice, but a <laughs> landlord is allowed to look at social media, but you are 100% right. If if it, anybody gets even the idea that you made a decision based on, oh, I see kids exactly. in the and I don't like kids. Oh, I see the dog in the background. I don't want the dog. I'm, you're a Republican whatever. or you're a Democrat or you're a blah, blah, blah. Exactly. The disqualifier Ooh. has to be, I see their house and the, the holes in the walls and the punched holes in the doors tell me that tenant doesn't take care of the house. Right. I would use that in my decision-making process. Sure. Um, so there, I didn't have to say yes or no and get sued. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, As an I employer, think, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first thing you do is Google someone's name, look at their social media. You can make all kinds of decisions based on there because you are not allowed to ask questions that social media shows you. 
Okay. So yeah. I'm a libertarian and I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I but hate it too. Yeah, but but here's so here's the thing. So I, I what I love about our game is not only did all three of us get to a get to a different place, but generally speaking, you know, financially free and and successful. We all did it different ways. We all did it with our own formulas. We all did it with our own experiences, basically creating our model, right? That's mm -hmm. what that's what you have to do is you have to use experiences to create your model. I think the one most important piece of advice that I have for anybody that watched that video and then will watch this is don't cry for me, Argentina. I don't care. It really, mm -hmm. truly doesn't matter. I'm going to spend the seven grand. I'm going to get a return on that in one year. But if you're a brand new landlord, please be diligent. Please do your due diligence. Please make sure that you're obviously adhering to fair housing and, and all the rules that you need to there. But please make sure that you've done your due diligence in the best way possible because that five to seven, it's not going to sink me. I didn't even think about it last night as, as I was doing my paperwork. That might sink you. That might put you in a position where you're yeah. like, now we have to lever up on credit cards and get this yeah. place fixed. And it's going to take us two months because we don't know any of those contractors. Just be word of the wise that it's not all sunshine and rainbows, mm -hmm. that there occasionally is something like this that can happen. It's funny that both Dion and I had a horrible experience with our first tenants. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, and I've said it many times, if it wasn't for Olivia, I would not be where I am today. She said, keep going. I'm like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> This kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, lucky well, for me, if it wasn't for being poor, I wouldn't be where I am. <laughs> yeah, I you were so poor, the they house. didn't want it back. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's hilarious. I was so broke, they didn't want it back. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to, you know, create the reaction video to that post, but also to make sure to keep people focused, eye on the prize which is if, if it were easy, everybody would do it. If it took no work, everybody would do it. If it Amen. took no money, everybody would do it. And if everyone on the planet would do the work and spend the money and you know get their money right, if everybody was doing that, the world would look like a much different place, but pricing would be far higher for any rental property out there. So as I always say, we spent a ton of time creating this amazing content. And with my two amazing guests today, Please make sure you hit subscribe on Dion Financial Talk and Mike Zuber, One Rental at a Time, LumberjackLandlord.com. And you will see this video. Um, well, you'll be watching this video as I speak. <laughs> You're going to see it in two spots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Appreciate you guys. Looking forward to segment two. Ciao.